second star case file uh this week we're gonna go talk about a jersey devil and jersey i got devil. something i'm got i got something to share with y'all <laughs> this was a stinker um, this was a jersey garbage pile of an episode pretty, and i love it, was, it so much it was pretty it, bad but it, the uh, jersey devil had a, the, this jersey devil took a dookie it sure did cause a situation I'm referencing. Think. I'm referencing famous real person. The situation from Jersey Shore. Oh, oh, oh. That's, that's like. I know that's only like what, like ten years ago, but it feels like thirty. It it ha- it is a stinker. I find it charming. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes, it, it is charming. charmingly bad. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's that charmingly is the word bad for this episode. I think that I think this show is going to have a lot of moments where I see things and I go, "Oh, that's what that is." Right. So I think the the best way, like, it starts off on the wrong foot, right? Like, it, just from the very start of the show, it's like, this is going to be a little bit dumb, as it features this family singing cartoons as they're driving down the, the road in, like, 1947, and then the guy just gets eaten off the side think, of his wife screaming. I think you're <laughs> supposed to believe. He got that, uh, he got that gorilla grip. See, I was wondering if you're supposed to think by the end of the episode that the the rest of the family was like abducted and raised, or the the kids at least were raised by the the. I didn't get that impression. No. Well, why? Well, then, what possible reason did we go back to like 1940? Whatever. <laughs> I have no idea why that's happening. It's just like it's they're singing bingo in the car. Yeah, yeah, no. It's just getting <laughs> off on the wrong it's getting off on the foot. I w I don't want to say the wrong foot. I don't want to say the right foot either. It's the, getting off it's the, the foot. foot. Oh, this it's is gonna foot. be an episode. The family is the family is not to qu- hey listen, not to bring up Baudrillard 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 not to bring up Baudrillard, but I'm bringing up Baudrillard. Like, I, I speak okay French, and his name is still hard, fucking hard I to say. I don't know who it is, but yeah, sure. Baudrillard uh, wrote... Uh, uh, simulation and Simulacrum, I Simulation and Simulacrum. Um, I don't know. It's a very postmodern is. book. You probably the haven't family, heard of it. You, you've probably heard about the concept of the map becoming the territory, um, where a a, a, a suck. A very, very, very crude version of the idea is that a sign becomes so replicated and uh, iterated upon and alienated from the original thing that it was meant to signify um, that it becomes its own sort of, its own sort of... uh, It's a synecdoche. Sort of, where... I hate that movie. Where the family (laughs) that we are seeing is an idea of a family... Um, right. That has been replicated and referenced so many times right. uh, that there was originally probably a kind of very waspy middle class American family that existed, but the family, but the 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 the, the signifier has mutated 
so thoroughly by the time it reaches this episode of the X-Files that they seem like fucking space aliens more than Bigfoot or the Jersey Devil ever could. They seem they seem less real than uh, than Titty Gorilla. There's a lot of space. <laughs> there's a lot of space alien acting people in this episode and they're not it, none of them are the Jersey Devil. They're just I, it, there's the weird ranger who's just like would, hey uh, uh, so, so uh, can I I would uh, say the professor is another so yes. yeah, we'll, we'll get to those. There so, is no there is no real professor like that. He is a he is sure? a Yes, absolutely, hundred percent. No, I'm with Mer on this one. We'll, we'll get to that one later. <laughs> okay, we'll get to him. It's fine. So um, <laughs> they find the guy, and I think the 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 people. So there's a manhunt for this like killer or this killer creature that you know shoot off this guy's arm or whatever. Well, one second, they find the guy that is not the guy at the beginning because that guy's from 1942 or whatever. Correct. And this, they found an actual guy present day. Correct. That's a similar even though situation. They, even though they could have just shown that. They showed the point 1940s out, one, whatever. It's fine. There's this beautiful moment where, like, the, the the camera like pans across all the cops, and there's like faces just like stoically resolved. They just fucking blast into this dark cave that you can't see anything in. And yeah. I'm like, you know what? 1947 things haven't changed that much in like you know 70 years. I mean, okay, again, I, like the framing device is so weird for me. Like, why? It's not even a framing device. It's just the beginning of the episode. Like. They they fire into a cave to what end exactly? Like nothing happens. They got him. They got him. They blasted him. To, to quote the to quote the the kid from to quote Nelson. But you gotta shoot some. Yeah, but like I mean, in the plot, uh, uh, plot, plot. Oh no, I'm becoming the Cinemasins guy. I'm just saying, like in the actual <laughs> episode, this is totally irrelevant. I mean, it's not totally irrelevant, but it's kind of like. Where are we going with this? I think it is meant to imply that the cops know something fucked up is going on, um, and they are covering it up because Atlantic City is already a hellmouth of human misery. Yeah. Uh, to the extent that you can be and still be a tourist destination, and if, I think if people found out that there was a feral, uh, if there was a feral ape man family running around nearby, that nobody would want to go gamble in Atlantic City. Sure. In, in Atlantic City. Anymore. It just seems like a bad idea to me to make like a cliffhanger. That is never ever resolved in the show, like even yeah. or even referenced again in the show. It's just like, well, it, you'll never find out if they shot anybody at the beginning of the episode. Well, oh, I mean, this they, is one leave, of those... they leave us with a little, they leave us with a little Sam Squanch baby peeking <laughs> eerily out from a out from a holler in the dang ground. I uh, assume, I, I sure. assume that Sam Squanch never comes back. You'll I see. think for me, I appreciate the pretension <laughs> of this episode. Like, it's a pretension to be something, like, deeper and bigger than it is. Like, if I was to write, like, a novel yes. of the episode, that would be totally the, relevant. And like, oh, there's what a, a prelude. What an eerie prelude to this incredible right. story we're about to there's go There's a into. bit of Neil Breen going on in this episode. Oh, where, yeah. Like, oh, like, yeah. There's a lot of, like, there's a lot of moments that are supposed to be serious, but are just on their <laughs> face. <know. laughs> the stupidest fucking things. And you just start laughing. You're like, I guess we're doing this. That's there's two there's two ridiculous drawings in this episode. Two different I ones. I love them so much. Okay. I know. I know. You have to get to, the, to get them. I have I have been seeing <laughs> I have been seeing the drawing of, okay, okay. of what we'll if Bigfoot was a pog we'll yes. for so we'll long on the internet. <laughs> so so the credits roll and then we see uh Scully kind of saunters into Mulder's cave, Mulder's cave, and is like, "Hey, Mulder!" And she kind of she's like chumming the waters in this episode. She's like, yes. "Hey, Mulder, I know some weird shit. Are you interested?" And he's like, "I'm already I already know about it." 
Boom, well, X-File. Now, you can't skip over the fact that she walks in on Mulder looking at porn sideways. Um, what? This is, he's looking at Hanky Pankies, the magazine. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I'll, but also what I really took away from the scene, because she comes in and he's like, did you know this lady got abducted by aliens and anti-gravity? <laughs> and she's like, aha, anti-gravity, bum bum, joke. And then, but then she's like, Mulder, hey, guess what? There's this case where this person got cannibalized and it, you probably know about that. And then he's like, yeah, I know all about shit like this. And then she's like, <laughs> Mulder, it's not our case. I'm like, why the fuck did you bring it up? Like, don't even come in his office and mention it then. Come on, Scully. She just wanted to, be, she wanted to tease him a little bit. I, what, what I'm is telling you. Like, oh, hey, Mulder, Mulder. It's like dangling a toy in front of a dog. The dog's I, like, I, I want it's it, like I want if it. You have, if you have that friendship where per, where person A is, where if you have that friendship where, like, if I, if, if to use the names like Meredith and Matt, if I'm like Matt, no, and Matt goes Matt, yes, and goes to do it, like the person A, like person A knows that they are the straight man in this relationship, I'm and saying. often grows to enjoy their position in the comedic timing of the shenanigans. Yeah, Scully knows what she's doing at this the the fifth episode of the show. She's very deliberately like poking the bear, and and she's just it's just so the funny. The bear's very smug. The bear's like, I already ate that one. It's just Here so funny go. that she defaults into Mulder. You couldn't possibly go look at this case. I'm like, don't, don't bring shit up and then try to act like, come on now. Don't be bratty like that. We all know what you're doing. <laughs> so they have so, to go to New Jersey. Yeah, which is, you know, everyone feels yes. a little bad for them. Um, I doubt they there. have woods like this in New Jersey, by the way. Maybe, but... Pine Barrens. Yeah. Woof. Um, <laughs> they go there and um, they meet up with uh, Detective Thompson... And the guy's like, fuck you guys. This is my case. And Mulder tries to just like Mulder thing of look. Isn't yeah. it so weird that I should I should get preference in this? And the guy's like, fuck you, go away. I will say, okay. I mean, this is the message. The, the tone that the show is giving is that the, sh- the, the police guy is a dick. And Mulder is, be- is doing his job or whatever. But honestly, like Mulder did show up without jurisdiction. And then he's like, Aha, there's cannibalism. We can help. And then the guy, the guy very, he does like kind of poignantly say like, I think I've been been very polite. But honestly, he was pretty polite. He's just kind of like, yeah, this is my case and you guys don't have jurisdiction here. And then everybody's like, quit being a dick. And like, I don't know. He's got a point. (laughs) Like, (laughs) yeah, like, well, okay, so this is complicated. This is in fact complicated. Uh, and, and you know me, I'm normally like a stickler, I'm normally a stickler for, uh, for proper police procedural in something that is nominally sort of a police procedural, um, yeah. in real life, in real life, all cops die for 2069, sure. a million dead cops. Um, but in a, if I'm watching a police procedural that takes place in an imaginary universe where good police exist, I want those good police to be doing good police work. And I'm a real stickler for Mulder. I'm going to come to Mulder's defense here. Yes. Because... Because, because, because a murder, uh, because parks are federal territory and a murder that takes place in a park is in fact a federal crime. So the FBI does have jurisdiction. He doesn't pretend to have jurisdiction though. And Scully argues him out of it. And then like, he's like, wow, that guy's, what's up that guy's ass or whatever. I'm like, (laughs) I don't know. He's just doing his job. And you're like showing up and being like, hey, I'm going to show up for the autopsy and act like stuff's going on. It's like. Come on, Mulder. You, you probably know 
Like people aren't into that. I think Mulder's being coy. I think well, like every. I think yeah. probably Mulder knows he has jurisdiction, and Scully knows that they have jurisdiction, Maybe. and the cop knows they have jurisdiction. Well, and, but I think I think what would piss me off is if Mulder showed up and was like, "Ooh, I just showed up." I would be like, "It's." But he does do that right he then does, afterwards he because does he does do that. I'd be like, I'd be like it's, "It's federal land, dog." Like he I, does do you're that. Supposed but to be that's here. exactly what he does because then like. So I was like, I'm gonna go go hang off my shithead godson down in Washington. I will say, I will say, I hated this episode. This episode was the episode that introduced, really introduced, like overt sexual tension between Lord yes. and Scully. And I fucking hate this it. is a very I hetero hated, episode. I hated the porn. I hated. Yeah, keep going. Sorry. Well, it's just like Mulder's like, I'm just gonna stay here and hang out, and she's like, I'm gonna go deal with my shithead godson and that like fucking nightmare scene of a, a birthday party. Well, also, I have so. First of all, we're we're preluding like three scenes away where Mulder's detective work will be greatly called into question. But um, I think he goes to the woods first, or do we go to the birthday party first? Uh-oh. I can't. I think it's the woods, and then they do the flash cut to the gorilla masks so that you get whoa, it's a gorilla. Oh yeah, yeah. But like he goes to the woods and is just standing there, like looking into the the middle distance. And there's, like, a ranger guy who's very, like, he, again, more poking of the bear. He's kind of like, he's like, yeah, I've been a, a ranger a long time. And, uh, uh, y- you see some, you see some shit, you know, kind of. And Boulder's like, yeah, I mean, kind of. They have this very weird, <laughs> like, like, it's like. It's like the Rangers, like, "Hey, how crazy of an FBI agent are you?" And he's like, "I don't and know." How crazy of a park ranger are you? Exactly. Mulder's are... trying to scope him out too. Like they're kind of like flirting in a like, bar. Weird yeah. tension of are, us, like, are, y'all are you familiar with the concept of cruising? Yes, they're cruising, but for they're cruising, but for cryptozoology nerds. <laughs> Like they are not going to suck each other off in that bush over there. They maybe are... they could have. Well. <laughs> Not when there's a Bigfoot with Baps that fat in the park, you, come on, you don't okay. settle. So, so the guy says he's seen, he saw a big turd in the woods, which big surprise. <laughs> it's so funny. It it. It's enough just must be human. But enough about I've never, seen, I've never seen one that big in that coil. I love the concept that like. This park ranger has never seen a big, a big old human turd in the, in the woods before. I'm like, come on now, buddy. Huge. We know you do your job. Come um, on now, fella. Come on now, fella. It's Jersey. This is a little bit of a spoiler. Especially because the Jersey Devils are just like people. Like the Jersey Devil lady's just so well. Like. So, so well, we haven't got there yet, but it's just so hilarious how he's like the the park ranger is just so. He's in such the actor is such an awkward position, like writing wise, and it just ends up being hilarious. It's it's just he's trying his damnedest. So then they go to the they go to the party though, and I really want to make this is a, a perfect example of this this show this episode dropping the ball. This kid's got a gorilla mask. This other one's got a gorilla mask. He runs straight into the door and starts crying like with his face. He puts his face in the door. Ah, and then uh, Ellen Scully is her sister, I think. She, like, so. collects him, and then she's like, oh, what happened to him? And Dana Scully says, jungle warfare. And I'm like, no, it's 
it's gorilla warfare, you fool. He has a gorilla mascot. This is the gorilla <laughs> also, episode. <laughs> also, this whole thing is literally just a fucking Virginia Slim commercial. They're just yes. talking about how do you balance being a modern woman? Da, yes. da, 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 da. <laughs> well, the, the dog hops up on the table like just scarfing down the cake. And I the mean, like smiling. I mean She's like, oh, and dogs and children. They are. And, like how much and I say this as a Jewish woman. They are white people. White people do just let right. My mom they would let the dog shit. eat the. Eat she the would layer kill cake. the dog. Like they the dog let, would. They let dogs lick inside of their mouths. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, absolutely true. So I must not be bougie enough for that to have happened. But Maybe. but it was right at this junction that I was like, this episode was written by a very dumb person. <laughs> <laughs> by a, specifically by a dumb guy. Oh, absolutely, a hundred percent. Um, it's a dumb man. And then, yes, they talk about, oh, you should have kids. Oh, but I don't know. I can't find them. Can't find a good man. Chris Carter himself. Of course, that makes perfect sense. (laughs) It's perfect. So that, you know, I didn't even have to look. I was like, it's probably Chris Carter. But she's like, oh, I can't find a good man these days. And and Ellen's like, what about that Mulder fellow you're working with? I heard you say he's cute, which instantly I'm like, fuck you, Chris Carter. Scully has never never said Mulder is cute. Scully Scully has maybe said he's cute while like rolling her eyes and sneering oh, but chris like, carter has to like, canonize at least two glasses shit. of wine deep at least two glasses of wine deep it was and it's a reluctant like labeling of cute so it's not like it's oh he's just, cute it's like he's cute it's just we're five episodes in and chris carter has to canonize the shit it's like dude just slow your roll like let the tension happen he's, he's, he's being um dark dark helmet in space balls be like <laughs> yeah he's putting his fucking action figures together and so then she's like uh he's all right but he's he's way too into his work and i'm like i guess like <sighs> what we just saw, we just saw Mulder like break down in fucking tears in a church at a church pew well, over his sister and be like Mulder's too into his work no i don't think so well so then this divorced guy comes in to pick up his kid and then there's like a oh they're gonna date you know like bullshit hetero nonsense but hilariously like right after she said he's too into his work and she's looking at some other dude that's not Mulder because we have to have that kind of shit going on immediately Mulder I think this is right when Mulder's scoping out all the vagabonds and vagrants because he's too into his work like what he's he's just walking down a random fucking back alley with I really want to also talk about Set design for like also, two minutes because the, the moment that's coming when 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 Walter's work at the hobos yes is I think one of the funniest things I've it ever is so seen funny it is incredibly life. funny um, but, what were you gonna but say set about? design oh just oh, I live across the street from a homeless shelter there's there's lots of um, transit people around me but they the the trash the, it, it's it, Trash is like organic. It's human. In the alleyway where Mulder goes with this one uh, guy that tells him like it's he saw paper. the Jersey Devil, there's paper. There's a fucking tire in the middle of an alleyway that's like fenced off. Like no one's they, gonna grab a tucker. They have a fucking sold or repurposed that rubber tire. the moment they found the tire. <laughs> there's no reason this would be a tire in the middle of an alleyway just chilling, hanging out. So it's just like weird. Just like again, it's like someone like went in the back lot and just like. D- tipped over a couple trash cans like this is what homeless people this is how they live right yeah i yeah, saw a homeless wild. person once <laughs> yeah um, i've been a, i've been a homeless person once so Mulder is going up to random homeless people and saying do you know 
John Connor, whatever just the fuck his name is, John just Connor. yells at them. <laughs> Do you know just like Jimmy past, Johnson? Makes eye contact, yells at him. And he's just yelling, and they're ignoring him, which is probably a good idea. And yeah, this, this one guy walks up to him. And no, he's if, like, you were a, if you were a fucking homeless person, yeah, having a man in a suit come up to you and yes. start yelling incoherent things at you, like, okay, you're, you're about to get American psychoed. I also have no idea what led Mulder to this place specifically, or this idea yeah. of detective work. It's like, okay, I guess we're doing that. So this one guy comes up to him, and, and he's like, hey, and he's like, do you know this guy? And he's like, yeah, I'll show you back here, which is like... <laughs> I mean, you're in a back alley. I mean, it's really funny because what happens works out. But he, at one point, Mulder does say, "Am I being <laughs> hustled?" I'm like, "Yes, you're being hustled, you dumbass!" Like, so <laughs> can I de- can I describe? That? Yes, please. It's hilarious. So Mulder follows this this wise, magical homeless man <laughs> deeper deeper into garbage, deeper into garbage alley, and the man is being incredibly furtive. Uh, the man is being incredibly furtive, and, and he's not speaking to the issue directly, and, and Mulder's really, like, massaging him to try, he's like, come on, I need I need to know, and, like, talking about the situation, and the guy's like, okay, well, I did see something, uh-huh. and, I drew, and I drew it. Hold on, let me here, think, you, I gotta think about it. Oh, wait a minute. Here, you, here, you can have my drawing. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's Mulder. Yep. Italian Spider-Man trailer. Like this is the most significant shit Mulder has ever seen. This fucking crayon drawing of this dad's fever dream. This guy's fever dream nightmare of the time he saw his dad get out of a shower. It gets no, no, better it's, though. It's but, it's the exact. Um, it's a tracing of the 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 still that everyone's seen of the Patterson Gimlin. Uh, Bigfoot footage. Okay, which is looking behind him. That's but a then tracing. They, they, they traced it. I mean, it looks like it. It, it looks, looks exactly like, like it. Garbo. And then it, it, they traced it, and then it's like, put like two titties on it. Just like, boop, boop. No, no, that's the later one. No, oh, it's the later one. Oh, that's sorry, different ones. Mulder adds those. Oh, yeah, yes, no, in, yes. in a move that is even more absurd than the scene in. Yeah, it looks like a child. Uh, uh, yes, in, I remember. In May. In May 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 God may God may God curse its name forever. Ace Ventura Pet Detective. When Ace yes. looks down and sees the fucking dog's tail over Lieutenant Einhorn's face, this Mulder drawing the titties on is somehow even dumber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but but okay, it gets this scene still gets dumber because he gets a he gets a five year old's drawing of a of a monster, <laughs> but it looks like somebody's <laughs> mom. It's like it's like my mom was mean to me, so this is what I think she looks like, and. Mulder's like this looking at it like, oh my bitch. goodness. He's she like, where he, and Exactly. He turns to him and he goes, where did you find this? <laughs> so like, I wonder. And then he, the guy's like, I found it in some guy's jacket. <laughs> what? Oh. Like, it's literally a random drawing. And Mulder's like, this is the most important thing that's ever happened. And then he's like, he's like, I've seen it before. It come, It comes into this dumpster to eat. It mostly comes now, at night, it, mostly. No, it did once, I think, is what... It, it came in here 
a while ago to eat out of the dumpster. Some older's like, okay, you want a hotel room? Is, do you know where this one is? I live there. Here's the keys. Go off. Well, on. immediately yes, I was immediately I was thinking. Well, I guess Mulder's gonna share a hotel room with this guy. But no, he's just like, here's my hotel room. I'm going to sleep in a towel in this alleyway. <laughs> what? Because because Mulder's he has to well. come back tonight. He's not okay. Like I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> you have a car, don't you? Like no, she, he gave Scully the car. Yeah, Come no, on, man! Back. Commandeer another car. I don't know, like. So, so he goes and sleeps in the alley, and then he sees <laughs> the thing. Yes. Um, and it's 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 a very nice looking lady. It, uh, yeah, with very it's poor just, hair. It's just a it's naked so lady. Lady. And um, <laughs> he gets arrested because the cops were were looking for him, um, or or whatever. He gets arrested because they're just out looking for people wandering around in the middle of the night which it is actually accurate to life but also like they arrest him even though they know he's fbi and they throw him in like the drunk tank what wouldn't they just be like go away and then like arresting him that's a lot of paperwork and nonsense when he's just like walking and saying there's somebody on the roof I mean, I know the answer to this question is that they know there's actually a conspiracy, but I forgot how dumb this episode was. It's very funny. We haven't even got <laughs> we haven't even gotten to he Professor to Ponytail the... yet. Oh yeah, Professor Man, Professor is that Genius. His name? I forgot. It's been a no, couple I'm weeks since I watched up. this episode. He's, he's Mr. Professor. I don't know what his fucking name is. There's... He's he's Doctor Professor Esquire. Yes, he's Doctor Big Science. <laughs> What's next week's episode? Uh, next week's episode is, is the it's the it's the it's the electricity ghost episode, oh, and I like it a machine. lot. Oof. Yeah, they the said it's the, they're one of their least favorite episodes of the first season. I liked it. Um, um, I remember it being okay, better than they made it out to be. So um, the next morning, Mulder calls Scully to bail him out, and she takes him to a breakfast. And Mulder's very cantankerous, and they take him. Scully drives Mulder around like her fucking younger brother who doesn't can't have a car to meet Dr. Diamond which as I interpret it is a reference to Jared Diamond and we meet the shittiest anthropology professor that I have ever seen Um, who is like "Mm, well humans are tribal creatures and you know they've been in conflict forever and as someone that's like done some like high level anthropology work, like I haven't gotten a degree in it, but like I've, this yeah, sort of I've, stuff I've, is like a total. Course. It's it's this stuff is like total like Lord of the Flies is an absolutely true book. Like that level of like anthropological yeah. understanding. This like we have yeah. vast histories of like gift exchange economies. Like humans are collaborative species. We are a mutual aid species at our core. That's how we survived. And this was understood in the 90s. It was, totally. Oh, this guy but struck this is me like... as Mulder's enabler. Like, he, like, Mulder calls him and he's like, yeah, Mulder, you're absolutely right. <laughs> and it's a Sasquatch. This, honestly, towards the end of the episode, he, he references him, like, right near the end. He's like, oh, yeah, I have I have this meeting, I have this meetup with an ethnobiologist. And I'm like, man, Mulder, you don't know how bad that sounds. Like, it just sounds <laughs> me and this guy are going to go put calipers around <laughs> people's skulls yeah. like this, uh, this Scully, what guy, are you up to this weekend we're measuring skulls 
this guy is, I think, the best possible argument for two things. And one is that you do, you do in fact, need a robust education in the humanities. You can't just take STEM or just take writing courses. And the other is, um, the advice that I give young writers a lot is that if you want to be a good writer, you have to be a dilettante and you have to know a little bit about a lot of things. And one of the many reasons that is true is so that you don't do shit like this because this is, I mean, he's funny, but like, it's funny he's in a so way that like, I'm, headed and he's laughing. He's, he has an airport book level understanding of anthropology. Chris That's Carter. What it is. He's Chris Carter. It's an airport He book. has your Republican dad's understanding of yeah. human anthropology. Well, honestly, I was going to say he's, he's basically when like Dennis Prager talks about how the colleges are poisoning our children with their crazy ideas that like, this is the guy. I would think of for that for that. <laughs> this nonsense. is the guy. This is the guy that Dennis Prager wants teaching exactly. anthropology. Right. Yeah. So, uh, the local park ranger then is like, "Hey, Mulder, um, I found another wild. I found a, a corpse of a guy that he, I think this guy is the Jersey Devil. It has the same tooth I found missing from. No, it has the same tooth missing I found in this other person, this other animal's body, or something like that. Uh, they assemble a ragtag group." And then go to like this. Oh wait, where do they find the body? Why? What? Yes. Don't they end up in the they, warehouse? They find a body in the alley. I think. Dude, the killer. They? The killer done it again. They all go to the morgue where the body has mysteriously vanished. And then Mulder's like, "This is what they're trying to do. They're trying to cover up everything." And then the anthropologist genius man is immediately like. Wow, do you think they do that? Like, he immediately buys it. Um, then they go... Uh, they search for the creature in an abandoned building. Why? They just know... It's like they just know that it's... Because that... they had a warehouse in Vancouver. Yeah, but, like, this... Every scene in this episode, they kind of just bumble about from scene to scene. Like, I guess this is where we're going. I guess I'll go to an alley with homeless people now. Now I guess I'll go to a abandoned building. Um, it's, it's, they like the, they like, I think, I think Chris Carter, and I, and I'm probably hung up on this because I'm, I'm reading a fucking China, China Mieville novel, uh, like police procedural called The City in the City. Right. And, uh, China Mieville, of course, is a fantastic writer and very, very, very smart and knows a lot about a lot of things. Um, and so I'm just thinking in terms of like writing a good police procedural or a good thriller or a good mystery and i think that chris carter likes the idea and the tone chris carter is writing a police procedural yeah. pastiche where because chris carter doesn't care about all of the boring clue finding and the establishment of tension it's an aesthetic thing yeah yeah. Which is fine, but like he also it's like, whoops, I forgot to give them a reason to go. And they just oh, and the guy yeah. the ranger guy's like, This gun takes out elephants, and I could totally take them out if I hit them. And you're like, okay. That's like I feel like you're not supposed to have that, bud. Yeah, and then an entire SWAT team shows up. Whoa. Like I'm like the minute the SWAT team showed up, I was like, Holy crap. Uh for one for one little Bigfoot? It's, One little bit. It's, it's just a lady, which, by the way, they have really next to no difficulty with later. Um, although yeah. they do chase. I got the impression the SWAT team was looking for Mulder. 
Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, no. Mulder... The, the sheriff guy found the, the anthropologist. I mean, Mulder's, been, Mulder's been showing his ass this whole time. The, you know? the, 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 the police guy finds... The police guy finds the the anthropologist student. He's like, you know Mulder, don't you? He's like, I've never seen Mulder. I'm an anthropologist in this abandoned building that we went to for no reason. And then Mulder and Scully chase after the the Jersey Devil lady for a while. And then she pins Mulder to the ground and cuts him with her bare hands across his midsection, kind of. But yeah. you never get a good look at it. And this was this was also the moment where I realized that this is just some lady, you know, like I was thinking that she was going to have like, she, I, I thought she was going to have fucked up teeth or like talons. Just a lady. Or maybe like hair. I'd always imagine the places. I'd always imagine the Jersey devil as like, a sort of like, um, if you seen the movie like mimic, like that kind of creature, like something mm-hmm. a little bit more like with like wings. And it's like supposed fucking, to have them, man. Okay. Well, okay. And then, why are we rewriting the Jersey Devil canon? Chris Carter. Oh, fuck. <laughs> it's not even directed that bad. It's also, like, there's something just so insanely hetero about it. It reminds me of, like, when when they have, like, a movie where they have, like, a person without makeup. Like, a woman without makeup. Oh, Star Trek did this. And that fucking, um, the original series had the episode with, um, the ladies that turn evil and monstrous because they just take the makeup off them. They turn ugly because it turns out yeah. that, and literally it's just them without makeup. They did nothing special effects wise to make them quote unquote ugly. They're just like, ladies take off your makeup and that will make you horrible monster woman. And that's what this feels like. It's like, Oh no, she's dirty and her hair is messed up and it's like birds nesty. She must be a horrible monster who could kill people with their bare hands. And, yeah. um, Oh, God. So, uh, Mulder, I, I don't even know if the date happened during this time frame. I don't think it did. It did. Okay. It it did earlier. It, it did earlier, yeah. Well, she has a really boring date, which her outfit is fucking crazy. She gets paged. It just would be insane by today's standards. She gets paged and, like, decides to go deal with that. Anyway, after Mulder gets cut, like, I guess... The Jersey Devil just goes into the woods. Is that correct? Um, no. They help. Wait, somehow we skipped the second scene, the second drawing, which is the most important <laughs> thing of the episode. Well, because the the anthropologist tells them like, okay, this the the, anthropo- the the anthropologist basically tells them, okay, this thing would need like a breeding population. You know, this is this thing isn't some unique monster. It's you know. He, he brings yeah. up the possibility that if this is an actual thing and not, like, a mystical dragon, that, that it would need to be a species. And then Mulder's like, uh-huh. And that, I'm pretty uh-huh. sure that's when he pages her, is when he takes but, the drawing. Yes. Yeah, but that's before. So, yes. um, the the guy calls Mulder up and is like, yo, this alien, um, <laughs> this Bigfoot... Um. Uh, we found the body, and that's when he calls uh, Scully back. He's like, Scully, we need to go deal with this thing together. And so she ditches out on her date with the shitty dude, and that's when we see the second image, which is the one that I <laughs> love so much. Because, again, so the, the Patterson-Gimlin footage, for those of you that don't know, is like the iconic footage of Bigfoot. You've seen it. You just don't know that it's what's called in the official Sasquatch community is the Patterson-Gimlin footage. And so it is literally a tracing 
of that thing is like the the monster looks backwards at you as the the camera and then there's really like pendulous breasts on it's it. It's not just, just gigantic knockers. It's not just the knockers though, the face, like the expression. <laughs> it just looks like it's like the it's like the bottom level when you go to the hospital, the middle level of like what level of pain are you on? <laughs> It's just like a. It's, I'm going to pop this into the chat. I know. So, listeners, you have to hold I love this. the second star art, but I think this drawing has to be. I'm, I'm just going to watch you. I'm going to watch you. Listeners, hang on a second. I'm about to show Bert and Mayor the the, the image, the actual art, I've and then record the reactions. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid. So it's such a look. It's such a look of consternation. Yeah, it's like Why so. The eyebrows know? are just like I really Why do don't I have need giant to do it. Exactly, it doesn't make sense. It's just like my eyes are up here, pal. Also, underneath like, this, there's very small text that says like figure eight section blah blah blah, which is all like referencing where this ridiculous well, like, just, this, this <laughs> and sass, also, this is and also, also heavy set like this is also this is a curvaceous woman also that's not how breasts work that's <laughs> not <laughs> how breasts work no like do they feel like bags of sand there no <laughs> and also like and also it looks like the it looks like the right breasts on the inside is <laughs> like I'm trying to figure it out. They're like You're not going to. This is Chris Carter. Seen, this is how Chris Carter thinks. These are these are, these are um, uh, what's the term? Cryptozoological tits, Mayor. These Those are tits look like, that do they not look behave like pets. As... They look like big Johnny Bravo pets. They don't look like breasts at all. Um. Okay, so a big again. Th- this this picture is also very muscular, very thick. This is a very thick. But a huge a huge part of this scene though is the That's way not what the actress is like at all. Is the way it's like revealed and like looked at by Mulder looks like he's having such a hard time trying to crack the case, and then he looks at this picture and he's like, Ha, ah, I've solved like it's like the twist of the episode. It's the smoking gun is like, Oh, what if Bigfoot but huge old knockers. What do I mean? Well, like the whole the well, camera angle, the camera angle, like it's, we, we look at Mulder's reaction to it. The camera angle like spins around onto this image. It's like, ta-da. It's so comical. <laughs> like, Have you, are y'all familiar with the new anime plot meme? No. So I've got it. I'm going to, I'm going to do it. Uh, I got this new X-Files plot. Basically, there's this cryptid. Except she's got huge boobs. I mean, some serious honkers. A real set of badonkers. Back in some Devon honkeros. Massive dahookabankaloos. Big old ton honkerakoogers. Transfer Sasquatch shows up one day with even bigger bonkinagahooks. Humongous. <laughs> many, many mythical cryptozoological creatures have the big bap, as they say. Um, so, anyway. So yeah, anyways, they, th- then there's the whole scene with like the, the anthropologist being like, I don't know who anyone does. I'm just here uh, doing some looking around. Well, that skips ahead. The, the, yeah. Then the Jersey Devil injures Mulder and um, Scully scares her away. She escapes into the woods and then they patch Mulder up and start chasing her again. Um, the ranger, Dr. Diamond, the anthropologist that sucks, Scully and Mulder. And oh, then the why SWAT is he here for, like, a fucking it. gunfight? You're an anthropologist! Right. 
Um, well, the ranger shoots her listen, with the tranker. No, he's he's not. I think he's out to see the titties. Oh yeah, that's all he wants. Like that's all. You know he's what? Like, Here's my chance. With how he was behaving, with how the ranger was behaving, it makes perfect sense. It's just like I think they were both onto it, and they're like, yeah, huh? this is the this is the gig. Um, this is when we see breasts. So the SWAT team then fucking the SWAT team unloads on her and kills her, <laughs> and they're like, "Why'd you kill her?" Like Mulder's like pissed about it, and the guy's like, "It's a fucking rabbit animal. Just put it down." Um, There's a lady. Yeah. So well, um, I mean, she is a cannibal, and she was. She did already attack Mulder and was about to attack more people most likely and she definitely killed a guy they definitely shouldn't have like killed her but like Mulder's acting like she's like I don't know like she's she's some kind of prized possession that belongs, in a, belongs in a museum it's so it's so weird and like I don't know how this how it is but it feels this way like racist just like oh definitely we're, just weirdly just like oh this primitive human beings and like if they had added some more makeup so that it denotes like it's more of like a, a missing link or something like that, I think that might have helped it a little bit more. Like this person is not quite human, but she looks exactly human. Just she had a really rough night and has been like, you know, living in the woods for a she few She just years. looks like a naked lady. Just like a hermit. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so they flash for oh um they flash forward they the um, debrief, basically dana gets uh, dana gets asked out but declines so that she can head to this meeting with Mulder. she says the autopsy they found bone particles and stuff in her stomach and she had been pregnant at some point so there's a whole family of them or something and then um the whole stinger thing is that there's oh there's a little there's a little child girl who's living in the woods oh ho like as if they would ever do a sequel to this. It's, you say that, but I've heard this. I've heard the show takes a turn. The show takes a lot of turns. There are dumber. I don't things think they turn this one. This is this is not a a turn. They're going like let's revisit that one. That was a big no. Hit. I think luckily Chris Carter had dumber things to do with his time on the show, so he this he never really came back to this. Not that I remember. He's a very dumb man. Uh... <laughs> I'm looking, uh, he graduated with a degree in journalism from Cal State before spending 13 years working for Surfing Magazine. Um, anyway, uh, episode. Not very good. Um, not very good, but I, not very good, but I think that five years from now when I'm thinking about (laughs) X-Files, I will remember this episode. You'll remember that drawing. I do. I here's the thing. I don't consider the time I spent watching this episode misspent. No, uh, it wasn't a. It I was something. Fu- I had fun. Uh, I think really the. But I think I think I had fun. Chris Carter didn't need it for me to have. I think really the two the two scenes with the drawings are the best part of the episode. <laughs> like if you could just get like a those the, the those are, Jim, those are Jim and Eric sketches before Jim and Eric. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Uh. This is probably on the low end of the season one episodes. Actually, I know everybody that made the show hated the next one, but Mare likes it so, and I don't remember I it being that. Like, bad. and I think, and also, I've watched another couple episodes ahead. You keep saying Ghost in the Machine. I think you're talking about the like the episode with the hackers and the AI and stuff. 
No, I'm talking about I'm talking about, I'm talking about the one okay. with the elevator and the security system. No, 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 no. The next one is the one with like um, the lady who constantly the next dresses one is like Shadows, a, which is Yeah, it's the one with the lady who always dresses like a dresses like a basement carpet. Oh, and, I don't even remember uh, this one. Okay. And she and the premise is like at first they think she's like telekinetically killing people. Okay, I'm thinking um, of episode seven. Yeah, episode um, seven bites. I watched it. Okay, it's not good. There we go. Uh, and it's not. And it's not like charming. The way it's not like charmingly stupid. Matt, get rid of the drawing. I don't want to look at the drawing. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. Um. Uh. Yeah. No. So uh, we'll be back next week to talk about episode six, shadows. Um. And we'll catch you all then. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye bye.